Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Beyond Black History Month. I'm your host, Femi Redwood. This week, we were supposed to talk about how gentrification affects black businesses, but I'm pushing that back to instead talk about Buffalo. There's breaking news in Buffalo, New York. What started out as a beautiful day has turned into a terrible day. A white supremacist who has engaged in an act of terrorism. At this point, you likely already know what happened, how a white man walked into a grocery store in a predominantly black neighborhood and shot 13 people and killed 10. Most victims were black. The shooter's anti-black racist manifesto indicates that he was inspired by what's known as white replacement theory. Give me 10 minutes and I'll explain what that is. I spoke with Adolphus Belk Jr. from Winthrop University in South Carolina. He's a professor of political science and African-American studies. As he points out, there has been a long line of attacks against marginalized communities in recent years. Since the shooting, one thing that we've heard a lot is the white replacement theory. Explain what that is. White replacement theory is rooted in white nationalism as political philosophy and practice. And with white nationalism or this commitment to white supremacy, you have white folk who are committed to maintaining their position, their superordinate position in the American society by any means available. That could mean working through the channels of the existing political system or resorting to violence. People are committed to maintaining their position in America's racial hierarchy and want to preserve white advantage. Replacement theory comes in when you look at fears relating to immigration. In the 19th and early 20th century, it was a shift in immigration from Northern and Western Europe to Southern and Eastern Europe. And those folk who were coming during the 1880s, 1890s, and into the early 20th century were coming from different places. They were Southern and Eastern Europeans. They were religious minorities like Catholic and Jewish folk. And then later from China and other Asian Pacific Islander nations. And some of the same cries that you have today about not wanting people coming from these blank hole nations, you heard back then, and it resulted in changes in public policy. And you've heard similar calls from some elected officials, office seeking people, interest groups, media personalities, they look at the changing demographic patterns of the nation, see an increase in black and brown people as a result of immigration and new burbs. And that's not a future that these type of folk are willing to accept. It can't just be immigration though. Looking at Buffalo, that was an African-American community. 
the white population in the United States will no longer be a majority, but it'll still be a plurality. More people will be white than anyone else. And those changing demographic patterns don't say anything about disrupting traditional balances in terms of the power that people exercise in the society, political, economic, social, or otherwise. And it doesn't take a whole lot to pivot from an anti-immigrant, anti-Semitic stance into a racist stance. How did this theory go from the sort of fringe white supremacist groups to elected officials? I always rant about journalists not calling things exactly what they are. So I want to call things exactly what they are, not just elected officials, but within the GOP. White supremacy as political philosophy and practice was at the very center of the American political system. You go back to the founding all the way up to the mid 20th century. It sustained and defended 240 years of enslavement, 100 years of Jim Crow, 50 years of racist housing policy. It was during the second freedom movement, the civil rights movement of the 20th century, that you got a pushback. And for a time, it was no longer fashionable to express outwardly bigoted attitudes. The late Lee Atwater, a famous Republican strategist, said that in the 1950s, you could say N-word, N-word, N-word and win elections. But by 1968, you can't do that anymore. It hurts you. So you have to become more abstract. And he talked about using coded language to express bigoted attitudes in the absence of foul language and to still convey your points. So you talk about forced busing and taxes and you become so abstract that people can't pin the racism thing on you. But the policies that you're advocating will clearly have a more negative impact on black people and brown people and not whites. Well, white nationalist movements tend to emerge in contexts where you have increased political and economic competition from people of color combined with white economic stagnation. What had been something that was pushed out of the American mainstream to some extent that didn't enjoy the privileged position that it had previously enjoyed has come back even without the coded language. And people are much more expressive of the hate that they might have in their heart. And as we saw over the weekend in Buffalo, some are willing to act on that in the most uh, violent means imaginable. You hear a lot of the white replacement theory talking points on right-wing media. So the first reaction is that right-wing media is contributing to this. But I saw a tweet recently that made me think not differently, but added some context. And the tweet said something like, right-wing media is chasing an audience that already existed. And it sounds like that's basically what you're saying that hasn't gone anywhere. It's not right-wing media or social media, which is what a lot of people are blaming a lot of this on. It's always been the underbelly of America. There are certain people in certain spaces who have chatted these things up in a lot of different ways. But when we look at the spaces where people like Dylan Roof or Peyton Gridden were radicalized or turned, it was taking place in different internet spaces. He talked about being bored during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic and going into 4chan and some of these other spaces where he developed even deeper anti-Black, 
anti-immigrant, anti-Semitic attitudes. There was some research that came out of Stanford some years ago, and it's a little bit dated now, but the findings were that more than 51% of Americans held explicit anti-Black attitudes. Then they took an implicit attitudes measure, and the percentage jumped from 51 to about 56%. So we're talking about a society where a majority of Americans are already predisposed to have really nasty attitudes about Black and brown people. And it doesn't take much to take someone who has that predisposition and to push them a little bit further and further. But those attitudes are there. And so the Federal Bureau of Investigation has talked about white supremacy being the leading cause of domestic terrorism in the United States. So I know you're not a journalist and I know you have not studied journalism, but you have studied African-American history. Can you talk a bit about how the media plays a role into all of this? Even after that first press conference, a lot of journalists weren't just using the words flat out anti-Black racism. When I'm teaching my students in a course like American Government, we talk about the power of the press. And the press is an absolutely essential institution to a vibrant and well-functioning democracy. And we need a vibrant and free press to get the people good, reliable information so that they can then make decisions as citizens, as voters, as members of the community. And that first responsibility is to report things accurately. Some issues are brought into our focus by the mass media while others are ignored. And, you know, you see people referring to the assailant as an 18-year-old teenager or a boy, whereas, you know, Michael Brown, who was the victim of police brutality, was described as a man, also at 18 years old. Subtle shifts like that, teenager versus man, influence how a story is received by a viewing or listening audience. You know, when we talk about dealing with the criminal law, until this person is found guilty in a criminal court, right, it is the alleged shooter, the assailant, right, because those facts have not yet been determined by a jury who has rendered a conviction. But we know his motivation based on what he said, what he did, and what he wrote on the weapon. This was a racist attack. And saying so is not partisan. It's not ideological. It is a rendering of the facts demonstrated in this our objective reality. An entire community of Black folks started their Saturday doing a regular, mundane weekend task, getting groceries. But now their lives are forever changed. Even if someone from that community was not shot or even in the grocery store, they will likely carry this trauma until the day they die. Because in the same way that seeing your father, brother, or family friend get dragged out of their homes to get lynched during Jim Crow continues to traumatize our black elders today, is the same way an entire community of Buffalo residents will remain traumatized in years to come. And then there are the 10 people who lost their lives doing a regular, mundane weekend task. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond Black History Month. If you're enjoying our series, please subscribe. It's moments like this that I remember the value of Black stories and Black journalists, and I hope you do too. Special thanks to our producers, Andy Egan Thorpe, Jill Webb, and Dempsey Pillott. Beyond Black History Month is a special production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Tim Schaud is the WCBS News Radio 880 brand manager. Ben Meverack is the 1010 Wins brand manager. And I'm Fami Redwood. Thanks for listening.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.